This is a homebrew podcast. Welcome to Galaxy to Galaxy Subspace Pirate Radio! What the Enders, the PTA, and the OIT don't want you to know. Coming to you straight from my mind, wherever you are. Professor here. And this week we're talking about the Vatican, secret cabal of giant sentient crabs. And don't forget, listeners, all of this has been made possible by the Homebrew, a D&D podcast. They're almost finished with their first ever patron drive. And if you love the Homebrew, a D&D podcast as much as I do, you need more of it. Now is the perfect time to join over at patreon.com slash the homebrew. As a subscriber, you will unlock bonus shows, a second campaign, shoutouts, get to add fun names to our name pool, merch drops, and more. From now until August 8th, they will also be offering new and existing patron subscribers a few added benefits to say thank you for celebrating one year on this journey with us. They're aiming for a goal of 50 patron subscribers, and we're just about one-third of the way there, folks. Join us on the path, collect some sick loot, come aboard at patreon.com slash thehomebrew. Again, that is patreon.com slash thehomebrew. See y'all planet side. Now, to the callers. Caller, you're live. Hey, hey, Professor, how's it going? Oh, hey. It's a little bit early for you. How's it going? I, I just uh, fell, fell on my hammock. My cat pushed me out of my hammock, so now I'm here. Uh, I heard you were talking about the Vatican, yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you got for us this week? Yeah, you really, you really believe all that crab crap that they're giant crabs? Well, I've heard a lot about giant crab talk um, below the Vatican in the subspace station. Like, there's a lot of water, salt, saline water getting shipped in. Like, what are they doing with it? Listen, if you're thinking crabs is the right direction, you're dead, dead, uh, dead wrong. Okay, what do you think it is? Oh, I go down to the Vatican every Christmas with my wife and her boyfriend. And we, uh, we head down there and check things out, and I see this man, right, and he's sitting on a, on a tramway, and he's sitting there, and he, he, he gets to stop, and he stands up. Guess what I see sitting there right in the sea? Uh, after he stands up? I don't know. Yeah. I see two things. I see a small, little, round bubble. It's, it's, it's like a pale blue, like see-through. I think he I thought he shit a marble. I was like, oh, I'm really excited. Go check out this shit out marble. And I get closer and there's like a like a sweat stain. I tilt my head and the clear outline of a salty wet tail sat in the seat. And I, I popped the marble in my mouth. I was like, hmm, that's a weird imprint of a tail. I popped the marble in my mouth and start swishing around and it pops. That's when I realized. That wasn't a marble at all. That was a lobster egg and the lobster tail on the print. They're giant sentient lobsters. They're not crabs at all. Can you believe that bullshit? Hmm. I mean, I, I'm i not seeing the finer differences between what would be the difference between the giant crabs and the giant lobsters, but I respect your detective work to get to the bottom of it. Everybody knows lobsters are more dangerous. Okay. They got... They got those those sensual lips. 
All right. Well, lobster. Have you ever kissed a lobster, Professor? No, I can't say I have. I'm not much of a seafood person. And you are. You are missing out. You know, that's what we really need in the pub. We need somebody who knows what it's like to kiss multiple sea crustaceans. Yeah, no, no, I, I hear these pups talking a whole lot of how much they, they want to do for the universe. You know, you can't, that's, that's not kind of the kind of person. Gromluck, look at Gromluck. He's not the kind of person you can go down to the, the docks and kiss a lobster with, you know? He seems like he's pretty open to, you know, that kind of thing. And a lot more than John Paul. Uh, but, I mean, they all wear cufflinks, right? Uh, yeah, I guess. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. They're wearing cufflinks, Professor. Cufflinks. All right. I'm not sure what that has to do with anything. Someone wearing cufflinks isn't somebody that you can go down to the docks and kiss a lobster with. I mean, you can't trust somebody like that. Cufflinks. All right, I'll keep my eye out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh... Are you doing anything later? Um, I've kind of, I'm kind of busy. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be busy. Thanks for the call. All right, all right, bye. <laughs> Darla, Darla, I'm off the phone now. Yeah, yeah, I told him about the cufflinks. Yeah, okay, I'll be there in a second. You forgot to hang up. All right. Well, that was quite interesting. Um, I'll add that to my list of things to keep my eye out. Maybe possible. Cufflinks connection. Okay. Next hey, it's call. me again. Uh, how'd you get in? Yeah, I came in with this idea. What if Pork Sword runs for president? Pope. President I mean, of Pope. what? The president uh, of Popes. <laughs> well, the election's really soon. I don't know. You're going to have to get the. I think we can pull it off, Professor. I, I really think we can. With your expertise and my barrel charisma. I think we can win it. What do you say, running partner? Well, you heard it, folks. If you're flying in today to vote, why not vote for President Pork Swords? President President Pope, Pope Pork Sword. President P- Pope Pope Sword. Okay, there you go. That's the best I can do. Go ahead and write that. Okay, in. I'm gonna go now. All right. Well, it was great to hear from you. I love again. you. Oh, thanks. All right, um, moving on to our n- next caller. Caller, you're live. Caller. Uh, hello. Yep, we're reading you loud and clear. Is this thing on? Where are you uh, coming from there, caller? You're kind of static. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm on Tarasca. Long time listener. Tarasca? I don't know if I've ever heard of that planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a frozen ball. Not very hospitable. Yeah. Not many. Not many people come to Daraska. That's for sure. Pretty boring. Not a lot to do. Oh, wait. I know. I know. You're a mining colony. Yeah. That's that's mostly what people do around here. Not not me. Not me. But, um, but, yeah. Uh, my, na- my name's Mud. Uh, I'm a tracker and hunter. Well, that's fairly interesting work. You get paid a lot for that? Fair enough, about fair enough. Uh, enough to feed me and the bugs. Bugs. Uh, I got it. I'm a, I'm a turtle. Uh, that's the race that I was born. Sure, I'm familiar. I got a shell. It's full of bugs. I found them. Uh, all kinds of bugs. The 
they, they, they survive here. It's, it's hard to survive here. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't think bugs would be able to live on a frozen planet. You, you, you would think, right? But really, uh, they do it better than most. Uh, they keep me alive. I keep them alive. They live in my shell. Most of them. Some of them like to hang out in other places, depending on the time of day. Well, that's some pretty interesting symbiotic relationship things. Uh, they live in your skin? A lot of people get grossed out. They don't like it. They kick me out of the bar sometimes when mm, in my shell. On, on me, more or less. They don't, they don't go inside. Well, I could see why people would get a little creeped out by that. But, hey, uh, there's a lot of strange people out there, so who am I to judge? Right, right. I, I, had, a, I had a question. I listen a lot to your conspiracy theories. I have a friend. Um, my friend, he's dead. Uh, okay. But I have some dead friends. It's pretty sad. Right, right. I, I mean, I got dead friends that are in the ground, but this friend drinks with me uh, every other week at the bar, usually. He's there most days. I don't drink that much, and I'm usually out. You just keep a dead guy in the bar? I mean, I've heard of some weird stuff in the border worlds, but... I mean, I mean, I don't talk much normally. Sorry, I'm a little bit nervous. It's okay, it's okay. I mean, he walks around and talks and, uh, you know, does hmm. living people stuff. But he's, I mean, he look and smell dead for sure. There are some conditions that can cause, um, undeath, but the science is kind of murky. You seen un undead four? Well, yeah, but normally they don't hang out and drink at the bar. Normally they try and eat you or, you know, try and kill you and take your brains or grind you up into jerky or something. Oh, uh, no, no. Yeah, no, Max a real nice guy. He, he He's a real nice guy. Uh, popular, um, so he says. Um, you know, a real man, man about town. Interesting. So some sort of contained undeath where he can retain his consciousness. That's quite fascinating. I've heard of things like wizards attempting to do such a thing, but this is just a normal guy? He woke up uh, he don't remember what, you know, his life was like before he was dead. He's got a drone, a medical drone, follows him around kind of keeps him, I don't know from falling all the way apart Tarask is nice it's cold uh, it preserves the body a little bit, maybe. Wait. Well, that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, mud, was it? Um, I, I'll start doing some research on that. Um, resurrection from death without losing your consciousness. Oh, and one, 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 I got one more question. Uh, I know it's uh, we're we're strange uh, seems group down here, but um, you ever heard of a man? That was not a man at all, but uh, a malformed shape of a man, uh, more like an ooze in a sack. No, that's that's a new one by me. An ooze in a sack. Yeah, it's kind. It, it, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it other than that. He's an oozing. He's an ooze in clothing. He he makes 
I mean, he eats everything. I mean, I think he's eating it. He absorbs things, right? Like, into his body. Well, there are creatures called slimes that kind of do that. Oozes. Right, right. I've seen them. I've seen them in deep caves um, from time to time. But they don't talk, usually. They don't look like people. You know, now that you mention it, in one of my trips, I did see this thing... That was a slime that could manifest into the shape of a little girl. But it was not quite what you're describing. So, yeah. So maybe it could be some sort of a slime ooze that is taken on the form of a man. I suppose anything's possible in this big universe. But I think that's a new one by us. Right. Um, well, I just, want, I just wanted to see how uh, weird that was out in, you know greater space i'd say it's one of a kind everyone likes to say the mud's weird with my bugs but my friends are quite a bit i think more unsettling than i am yeah it sounds like an unsettling place um i might have to go to tarasca and visit sounds like there's a lot of strange things going on there we got all kinds of stuff that goes undocumented people can't really travel out into the waste that well but there's things out there i've seen stuff well you can be my tarascan correspondent then feel free to call back if you hear any more mysteries or anomalies thank you very much mm, thank thank you it's boring like i said and you, you got you're pretty entertaining so oh, well, thank you all right then bye it's always good to hear from a fan. Well, folks, you um, be on the lookout for any sentient slimes or any zombies trying to buy you a beer. Hello, boys and girls. It's me, Ricky Riot. And now you'll hear a little bit from my friend Oliver. I'm Heavy Arms Oliver. And due to the terms of my contract, I'm legally obligated to tell you all about the wonderful and fantastic establishment known as Ricky Rat Spaghetti Hut and Liquor Theater. Not only do they have the Ricky Rat entertainment you love, Ricky Rat Spaghetti Hut and Liquor Theater also has bottomless spaghetti for all the family and a little something extra for mom and dad. So what are you waiting for? Head on down to Ricky Rat's Spaghetti Hut and Liquor Theater and find out why Shitholes Dives and Abandoned Space Stations Weekly gave them a 4 out of 5 scrap piles. Ricky Rat's Spaghetti Hut and Liquor Theater. Better than nothing. And don't forget, listeners... All of this has been made possible by the Homebrew, a D&D podcast. If you subscribe to Patreon right now, you will get all kinds of extra bonus loot. At the $2 tier and above, you will get an additional show and exclusive monthly wallpaper. If you sign up before August 8th, you will unlock an exclusive Homebrew sticker celebrating our anniversary. Your name will also be added to the Architect's Wall of Fame to be admired and paraded on the website and be scrolled at the end of our live recording sessions. At the $5 tier, you'll get access to their video-on-demand live stream archives, Discord upgrades, and more. 
you will also unlock an official Homebrew Lore Bible PDF. This will include settings, factions, ship buildings, our homebrew items and how they work, our house rules and more. And that's not all they're doing. New and existing Patreon subscribers at the $10 tier and above will also unlock an exclusive limited edition black and gold the homebrew enamel pin. In addition, you will unlock another campaign called Tales from the Homebrew. You get on-show shoutouts, and you get to add to our NPC and location naming pool. All that at patreon.com slash the homebrew. Again, patreon.com slash the homebrew. Next caller. Caller, you're live. Professor? Hello? Hi, Professor. Uh, I am, in my own way, also a professor as well, and I am so excited that you picked up my call. All right, now I'm, now I'm getting excited. What do you t- what what do you got for us? I have been working with some colleagues over at the Ricky Rat Interstellar Community College and some colleagues over at the University of Phoenix on theoretical geological polyhedromancy, and we have hit a breakthrough on something that might help with your study on flatlings. Well, that sounds pretty interesting. I mean, flatlings are a theoretical life form, so if you have any way to prove that they could even theoretically exist... That would be excellent. Well, what what do you got? (laughs) As as I'm sure you know, uh, the past 127 years of theoretical geological polyhedromancy has been concerned with understanding space, the space between us. And my colleagues and I have developed a formula to find out... um, in a, in a recent set of experiments that the unifying reality of the, the universe is that all space is divided up into five-foot squares, right? It's the lowest incremental denominator of the universe, right? Well, I've never actually heard that before. It doesn't bother you? It doesn't bother you that no matter how big or small you are, if you have another person try to stand eight feet away from you with two-foot arms, you can still miraculously touch each other? I mean, I guess I never really thought about it that way. Um, Spatial physics is kind of strange. Um, Are you sure that's what's happening? My charts show that there is no difference between standing five foot apart to nine feet and any decimal as small as you can go. Are you sure about that? I mean, what about construction? I mean, like, I've, I've built a ship. What about it? I mean, I feel like I used, like, decimals and stuff, and it, I feel like it made a difference when I did it. I mean, yes, those decimals do sit within, like, proper mathematics, but there is no difference between zero feet and five feet. There is no difference between five feet and ten. And there's no difference between 10 and 15, so on and so on and so on. What I'm telling you is everything is broken down into five foot squares, right? I'm, I guess I'm following you if your math lines up. The latest experiments show we have found that this, this five foot property exists on the X and Y axis, right? Moving from side to side, forward and back. But, and this is critical, it does not happen on the y-axis. It does not happen vertically. Now this is interesting, because I have had some troubles in the field in that department. I've seen my 
colleague attempting to cast spells on things in that particular axis that has caused us trouble in the past. Interesting theory. And if what you're saying is true, it may give some sort of credence to a creature being able to live on the edge of those axes. Put everything that you know and understand about the Flatlings into this formula, and I think you'll find something very, very interesting, Professor. We are the Flatlings. I don't know about that. Our understanding of physics, we there is no up, there is no... Uh, above direction. The y-axis breaks all sets of physics. It's almost like as if we're all some sort of angle display model projected at each other. Right, like some sort of top-down looking at a map. or just little tokens moving around. Hmm. I guess I could see your your metaphor. Oh my god, they're, they're here. They're here. I have I have to go. Who is? I have to go. They're here. The pizza people from Ricky Rats. <laughs> well, um, we hope to hear from you again, um, caller. I'm really interested in your research. Man, that kind of opens up a lot. If what he's saying is true, big if true. Big if true. Next thing, you know, someone's going to call up and try and say that it only takes six seconds for them to do some sort of crazy seen amount of actions all right next caller you're live hey there professor can't really tell you who or where i am but while while you're on the topic of couple candidates do you think grandmaster pan's really gonna deal with the inter problem because i'm just a simple chaos worker on a space station and i'm afraid for my life they're everywhere and i mean everywhere what do you mean everywhere I mean, everywhere. They're among my customers, the other vendors. I I even saw one messing with my mail. Well, how do you know they're enders? They all have tattoos. Well, most of them. Not all of them. Not everyone with a tattoo is an ender, you know. Some people just have tattoos. Are you sure they... I mean, did they have ender tattoos? No, no, no. You don't understand. They just want us to believe they do. But that baby in the stroller, that was an ender. It had horns. I, I know. I know what I saw. Wait a second. You're one of them, aren't you, Professor? No. Okay. They seem to have hung up on us, but um, this is a good time for a public service announcement. Um, You know, if you're having delusions that you think that people are stalking you at your kiosk and babies are enders, maybe you should get some therapy. Next caller. Caller, you're live. Hey, is is your engine running? Yeah, of course it is. You better go catch it. Wow. Oh, man. You know what? I got to give you credit. I don't know how you keep getting past my system, but you got to think of some better jokes. All right. Next caller. Hello? Hello, caller. Hi. My name is Philip Rashburn. Um, I'm, a, I'm not actually um, a fan of your work. Uh, sorry. Um, I think it's a little um, reductive. Um to us uh, lesser intelligent folk in the galaxy, you know, but um, that's besides the point. I was calling because um, you uh, recently had a, um, uh, a legal broadcast of an Oliver, a heavy arms Oliver and silver face fight. Uh, yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, you did, did um, you did not finish um, said f- fight. Yeah, we had an emergency on deck. 
Um, I had to go take care of it. Unfortunately, all the camera equipment is in my head. Well, you really, you really should think um, about your um, your listeners here when you do things like that, you know, because uh, we're all sitting here and uh, like I don't. It, was that even a sanctioned fight? It was actually a sanctioned fight. Will Baxter of the Fight Night Intergalactic himself was there. Likely, likely. Um, but so it, it, in any case, then who did anyone win, or was it uh, 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 the fight stopped? No, um, Heavy Arms Oliver did win. Spoiler alert, folks. Um, Silverface lost. Um, he, I'm sure he'll admit it now, and definitely didn't throw at that time. I um, personally don't have any footage, but I was really hoping that Will Baxter had some footage, but he hasn't gotten back to me yet. When I receive the footage, I will happily release it to the public. But you can ask Silverface himself. Oh, well, that is un- that is unfortunate. I am uh, I was actually um, heavily rooting for uh, um, Silverface to remain um, the heavyweight. Um, galactic champion um does does oliver have any intention of defending his title against gorilla glutes joe of course he does he just regained his contract and he's a free agent now so i'm sure he'd be willing to take on any comer that wants a challenge if they want the championship belt they got to take it from him right well, I, I really don't think that it'll be a problem here. Um, I do feel that um, Heavy Arms Oliver is a little overrated. <laughs> and I, I think that the, the powers that be have kept him in that title um, um, out of uh, a need for uh, spiked ratings. But I'm, I have a faith in Gorilla Glutes Joe, um, and I hope that we hear uh, a fight date soon. Um, thank, thank you for your time. I probably will not be listening again. Well, listener, listen or not, I'll uh, let everyone else know when the fight's coming, and I'll try and get in, in contact with Gorilla Glutes Joe's manager and arrange some sort of a fight. Stay tuned. I'll update with that in the future. Next caller. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, that the previous caller who talked about Gorilla Glutes Joe. Uh, yeah, this isn't really supposed to be a heavy arms all night, but sure. Gorilla Glutes Joe is nothing but a sandbag. He is a fish-sniffing, weak-armed chump. Oliver Heavy right. Arms will beat him any day. Well, I I hear you. That's I don't know Gorilla Glutes Joe that well. I'm not very exactly a sports fan myself, but I'm a big Oliver fan, so I've seen all his fights since. Uh, Oliver can't me. lose. Right? No, He's I don't think he strong. can actually. Um, I'm willing to put money on this fight that he crits him like three times. Mm -hmm. He he will. Girl goes Joe will be dead. Thanks for your enthusiasm, caller. Really appreciate it. Oliver's gonna love it when he gets back. All right. Well, this has been a great show. Moving on to the next call, caller. You're live. Hi, Professor. My name is Gip. And I'm calling hey, from Terra. Um, that's interesting. You're our first caller from Terra. This is uh, also interesting for me because you're the you're the second person from not Terra that I've ever talked to. 
and this is super weird. You are on the air with Gip Tunes Radio. We're investigating aliens, and we just we just received your signal. Gip Tunes. Gip Tunes. We uh, recently there was four aliens that came down from the sky and walked into town and were talking and walking and eating bella bites and then they left town and a lot of us are wondering if it was real or some sort of group hallucination but now that i'm talking to you you awfully sound like that little short alien with the with the green hair are you the same species as that alien um probably I mean, I think that alien was the same species as you. Oh, man. That's crazy. Right. This is crazy. This is kind of a weird call. Not gonna lie. Uh, I'm talking to an alien. I guess. I mean, so am I, right? Um, sure. You wanna hang out? No, probably not anytime soon. Well, it was great to hear from you, Gip. Okay. Do you know anything about the space? I mean, yeah, I know a lot about space. That's so cool, man. How's everything going for you? Uh, people just found out that 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 bell bites were people, but hmm. it doesn't seem to have bothered too many folk. Well, glad to hear you're all doing well. You ever have some bell bites? You know, I didn't. But I know some people who did, and they said they were pretty good. That's crazy, man. I don't like to ma- advert. <laughs> I don't like to advertise for them on my show. They don't pay. They're making a new flavor. Okay. This tropic banana twist. Sounds awful. It's got chives on it and garlic powder. Ew. And bananas. I'm more of an original man, but. You know, whatever. Hell yeah, brother. (laughs) All right. Well, I got another caller waiting. I'll talk to you soon, Mr. Alien. It was great to hear from you, Gip. Oh, this is crazy, man. Um, all right. That was an interesting call. I wonder if he's actually from Terra or if he's just a pranker. 